0: You gotta look good, you gotta go to
1: church, you gotta dress right, you gotta have a wife and kids. Apparently, ejaculate flies very fast.
0: Welcome to Movie
1: Mugging, the father and son podcast whose milkshake brings more boys to the yard. Bring more? Mm-hmm. It's not... <laughs> so the lyrics are, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. So are you implying that, that you our, bring more Are all of them, or did you get the lyrics wrong? No, no. Of course,
0: I don't get shit wrong. I'm just saying that our milkshake is superior, therefore it brings more boys to the yard than anybody else's. All right. You know, it's funny. I was looking up, I was trying to find the chime noise because I just wanted to, you know, I got the soundboard and there's a chime in that song. Did you know that? I haven't heard it in so long. Yeah, there's a a chime and it comes at a certain point. So I was trying to find that chime and then I I saw something about the song and I thought it was funny. It says, uh, how do I know if my milkshake brings boys to the yard? Step one, blend your milkshake. Step two, take it out to your yard. Step three, wait for boys to come to the yard for approximately three hours. After three hours, is your yard now full of boys? If yes, then your milkshake may increase the probability of bringing boys to the yard. But if no, then categorically, your milkshake does not consistently bring boys to the yard. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, and so I didn't, like, what do you think that means, my my milkshake?
1: Obviously, the first thought is boobs. Okay. So I went to
0: Urban Dictionary just to see what they thought that the, the milkshake was. So there, there's three choices, and I want your, your final answer after you hear these three choices. You just got to pick one of these, okay? Okay. Let's see. The word milkshake refers to hand jobs. That's why it's called a milkshake. <laughs> Once you replace the word milkshake with handjob in the song, it's a lot easier to understand. Then we got uh, milkshakes or boobs filled with me jiggling them, shaking them. So she means her boobs jiggling bring all the boys to her, okay. And then lastly, we have what is the milkshake? Simply, my cum brings all the boys to my crotch to eat me out and go down on me. No. Yeah, I don't it's think the so first either. One. It's it's the the hand job, obviously, because it's it's milking. Well, and you're shaking. Well, to
1: me, it's like all you gotta do is you you shake for a little bit mm-hmm. your hand, mm-hmm. and then you get milk. Okay. All right. That's what it had. There's no other option. There's boobs. Boobs have milk in them. And she could be shaking them around and she could be pregnant. that makes a whole lot less sense. But milk could be spewing out. Does it? Because it's real milk. So think in real life. If there's like a lady who lives on a street alone or whatever in her house and her (laughs) boobs are shaken, do you think that's going to make all the boys go? No, she's given some fire hand jobs. Then I think the boys are probably going to go there.
0: Well, I think if a girl comes out and she's shaking her boobs, boys are going to
1: come to the yard as well. Number one. It doesn't say. You'd have to be a fool to pick one of the other ones.
0: But it doesn't say my milkshake makes all the boys come in my yard.
1: But so she'd have to charge you to teach you how to shake your boobs? That makes no sense. <laughs> the whole song doesn't make
0: any fucking sense.
1: No one's going to go over to some lady's house just because she's shaking her boobs. I would. You would too. I don't, I don't just tell stop Mom. it. Just stop it. Yeah, I guess handjobs
0: make sense. That's the one that makes the most sense. All right, so Movie Muggins' official stance on this song is that milkshake means handjobs.
1: Not in all uh, contexts, but yes.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're
0: about to actually go get milkshakes. Um, now no one will ever know what
1: we're talking about.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. What, what just happened there? Quality feather? I don't know. I heard a, a dad joke today. It's, uh, I don't have a dad bob. I have a father figure. Dad Did bob. I say dad bob? Fuck. I just ruined a joke. I'm like your mother. Your mother's terrible at telling jokes. She'll be like, knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, Banana you orange yeah. to see me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, she cannot get a knock, knock joke right. So it was, I don't have a dad bod. I have a father figure. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay.
1: When I was at a uh, grandfather's house the other day, mm-hmm. you sent me one, I don't remember what it was, and I told it to him, and he countered it. I don't know, did I tell you what he countered it with?
0: No, the, the one I sent to you was, um,
1: why should you never break up with a goalie? Oh, yeah. Because they're a keeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, so there's two guys walking along the Golden Gate Bridge. And they have you heard this one? No, but I'm just it, I can. It's I can, actually good. Like I hear it in your in your pop's voice yeah. when you're telling me. So, well, uh, so they're walking along the Golden Gate Bridge, and they both have to pee, so they start just taking a leak off the side. And one of them said, "Ooh, this water's cold," and the other one said, "And it's deep too." <laughs> I laughed when he said yeah. it. I wasn't expecting that because he's also been the one who said. What is Attila the Hun's wife's name? Yeah. Is Attila the Honey? Mm-hmm. So I was pleasantly surprised when he actually said one that. <laughs> was not <sighs> half bad. Not bad. Not bad. I guarantee he would not tell that in front of your mother.
0: <laughs> he's no. so proper. I'm surprised he told one that that has to do with like dick length. <laughs> that one's right? good. That's but... that's pretty good. He's saving those for you,
1: which is awesome. You you know him though. He he's like and you know like the Golden Gate Bridge is like a hundred feet tall, right? Right. And I was right. Like, yes, I know. <laughs> he just needs to it's make sure. It's way you... more than hundred feet, but yeah, he needs to
0: make sure you understand. I'm talking about their penises, the the length. One of them is significantly longer than the other because it touches the bottom. They're big cocks, yeah. grandson. Yeah, he's never going to say that. Never. All right. Well, this is episode one hundred and ten. So what is that? We're in the triple double digits. Is that what that would be? <laughs>
1: There's no point, but sure. Triple double dig. Nice. No, the cool say, cat say. <laughs> Have you ever referred to like <laughs> three hundred and ten or six hundred and twenty nine as a triple-double-digit number? Well, I've never had a podcast that's gotten a 629. But I'm saying before in life, ever. It's just triple digits. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> and tonight is the night. No. Yeah. I-
0: We've hit I-
1: it. not acknowledged the
0: triple-double. Uh, Movie Muggins' official stance is it's known as triple double digit. No, it's
1: not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. All right. Well, Movie Muggins' uh, official stance on Lobby Time is it's Lobby Time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. All right. So first and foremost, uh, you tried to bail <laughs> on our Friday night podcasting. Yeah, so. What I didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Why So, you so what me I mean, like so it? what made you change your mind? You guilt trip like no other. I don't guilt trip you. I don't do puppy dog <laughs> eyes. I I gave you a choice
1: tonight. You make it seem like it's just gonna hurt you so bad. That is not, <laughs> not true. Not with anything you say, but your whole like is it demeanor? I think you're Everything looking for about. It. You changes.
0: No, like we went downstairs. You just and,
1: p- pitiful. And, and
0: your mom and you were like, he does it to me. It's it's him. And your mom was like, no, Jack, it's your conscience. And and I agree. So you, are, you felt okay. like shit because you were wrong to to try to do that to your old man. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is our time, our quality time together. Every Friday night, we do the podcast. It's it's our time, and you're trying to take that away from me. See, that would be a guilt trip if I did that. I don't do that. I just look <laughs> at you and I'm like, hey, it's your choice, man. <laughs> and then you sit there and you're like, oh, oh man, if there's you're making a me feel time, like shit. If, gosh, I can't. Oh, if why are you doing this to me? But I'm not literally not doing if anything. There's
1: any like argument or not argument, but situation like this where. We were going to do something together, and like I, you kept talking, and I lost what I was going to say. All right. Well, I'm glad you made the right choice.
0: All right. Let's Let's uh, let's move along. Um, so you want to play uh, Ask Jack? Yeah. All right. Well, we of got course. a couple questions from uh, you-know-who. Yes. Chris and Erica from the Film Stripping Podcast. Uh, here's the thing. We're only going to do one because I'm going to save one for another time um, in the future. So you have to pick between... Chris and Erica. Ah, I was hoping you would pick. I am not gonna pick. You'll get the other one eventually. Maybe if we (laughs) bog down in this episode and we just were like we just can't talk
1: about it, then we'll I know who I'm gonna pick. Okay. It's Chris's. You're picking Chris's? Yeah. Wow. All right. That's because the last question from Erica, whether I answered it correctly or not. You did not. Which I know I didn't. Yeah. Wasn't as creative or thought out, I felt. Well, I actually like the uh, the question she asked this time,
0: but you know what? Do you, so which one of them do you think could guilt trip you into answering their questions best? <laughs>
1: Who do you think? I don't know. Erica, would de- I feel like she could definitely make me feel worse about yeah. myself and my decision making than All right. he would. So you want to go with Chris? We'll do because you're,
0: oh. <laughs> you're so easy, Just man. Just so
1: she doesn't have an opportunity to <sighs> start Showing off her, all right, whatever deception skills,
0: manipulation.
1: <laughs> there, yeah, manipulation. Yep.
0: All right, so you have one more choice to make. Would you like regular co captain Erica to ask you this question, or would you like co captain Erica that has been shot in the neck with a horse tranquilizer to ask you this question?
1: Um, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like if I go regular, you're just gonna do horse tranquilizer anyway. <laughs> I guess horse tranquilizer, I know, right. she, I know what she sounds like. All right, here we go, Jack. If you had to live the rest of your life with either no arms or no legs, which one would you choose? However, you cannot say that you have to live the rest of your life with arms because you have to be able to jack off. I need (laughs) a deeper answer than that. Well... It's very... That's an extremely, extremely easy choice. Even though my legs look good, and I've been told that I have a tasteful amount of leg hair by multiple girls at work. Just, wow. Mm -hmm. Great compliment. Definitely keep my arms. Because if you've ever seen people on, like, documentaries with no arms, they're using their mouth for everything. Some people use their feet. I could just get a cool wheelchair. (laughs) It's like, fuck it, man. And obviously... I don't take for granted. I'm not taking for granted how nice legs are to have. Yeah. But like the mobility legs give you can be with our current technology, the use of legs can be better imitated and compensated for with no legs or whatever than arms. And also if you have like, if you only have legs, you'll just be walking around and can't do anything.
0: (laughs) Kick a ball. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, to do anything, you'd have to first sit down and then put your legs in the air and turn your toes into fingers. I've seen that. People playing guitar with their feet, people feeding themselves with, like, their uh, toes. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing that. And I've seen a guy who didn't have any legs, but he had arms, and he's, like, skateboarding and shit. Yeah. And his hands are just fully calloused, and he walks around on his hands. Yeah. He's just shorter. Like, I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather have my arms and my legs. All right. Final answer? Yeah. Good question. All right. Good question, Erica. And that was Ask Jack. Can I ask why you felt the need to edit her voice into that and give me that option? Just being me, man. (laughs) That was so stupid. I regret (laughs) picking that option.
0: Well, for those of you who uh, are not fluent in horse tranquilizer voice, the question was, would you rather live with no arms or no legs? And jacking off can't be worked into that equation or that decision-making. And it wasn't. Yeah. If can't. you could jack off with your foot, like over time you could learn, you could like put your feet together and, well, I mean, and have a little space between your between your <laughs> arches and just, just put a I little mean, lotion on there and just maybe. go to town.
1: Or you could just like get some ribs removed and suck your own dick. That is urban legend. But also I've seen, careful what you say, The internet exists, and I'm sure I could find thousands and thousands of videos of guys sucking their own penis. All right. Got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, let's head on back
0: to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right. So today's movie came out in 1983. (laughs) It is rated PG. It is one hour and 48 minutes. 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 87% of Google users like this movie. All right. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There are a couple of scenes where a female character's dress is somewhat transparent and her breasts are discernible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, There are three uses of fuck all in the background and hard to hear. 16 uses of damn, 9 uses of shit, 8 uses of ass, 2 used as asshole, 12 uses of hell, 7 uses of bitch, 3 uses of bastard, 1 use of crap, and 2 uses of piss. This movie
1: is called Lone Wolf McQuaid. I've heard that like name McQuaid before what was I Bryce McQuaid Bryce McQuaid I don't know why that sounds right in my head I've heard We've- maybe there's like some sort of YouTube shit I've heard of I have no faith in this movie by title and year it came out alone okay I mean Lone Wolf McQuaid has the same ring to it as just fucking Beastmaster it just sounds fucking <laughs> stupid man. And they both came out around the same time. Yeah, I think Beastmaster was 82. (laughs) Like Lone Wolf McQuaid. That just sounds like someone was just trying to come up with a cool, like, they're like, what's a cool star quality last name? And someone's like, McQuaid. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. All right, Jack,
0: I have a new segment. All right. Would you like to know what it is? Yeah. Okay. What's this movie about?
1: I really want to know what you think it's about. I love the ending on there. It's just nothing. <laughs> Can we hear it again? No. <laughs> I'll hear it again soon enough. Yeah. I uh, Probably every time you make a movie. I managed to get Elton
0: John in the studio to, <laughs> to lay down the vocals on that. And the piano. That's what I was trying to um, channel was uh, Elton John. I think it's pretty close. Pretty close. You could have done
1: better. <laughs> All right, Jack. So I want to know, what do you think this movie's about? What, Lone Wolf McQuaid? hmm I the first thing that popped in my head before that segment was even revealed <laughs> was just like a just the classic looking eighties hunk wearing like wolf skin clothing where he has like the mouth of the wolf <laughs> on his head and he like runs with wolves. Not dances, he runs with them. Okay. But I know that's not what it is. Um for a second I thought of like Walker Texas Ranger. Okay. I mean, Lone Wolf, when you're a lone wolf, that means you're fine solo and you're good at it. Mm-hmm. So I bet he's going to fight some people. Okay. Let's find out if you're right.
0: I should play the music again just to what? show the segment's over, right?
1: I wonder. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you go, and that was, and then you, <laughs> you hit the button again. Yes. And that was,
0: oh, what's this movie about?
1: <laughs> I really want to know. What you think it's about. All right, you ready to do this? Not I mean, <laughs> if I have to, which I know I do, so I'm going to get guilt tripped. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this. Let's take a movie bucket pause.
0: And we are back after watching 1983's Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yep. Starring the one, the only... Chuck Norris. Yep. The baddest of the bad in the 1970s and early 80s. And Bill from Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah, David Carradine was in this as well. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about J.J. McQuaid, the lone wolf Texas ranger.
1: J.J. Bryce McQuaid.
0: No, I don't think so. His name wouldn't be Bryce. It'd be like Cobra. J.J. Cobra McQuaid. And
1: Bryce, that name only fits... Seventh grade douchebags, and then once they grow out of it, if they don't like frat boys with their hat backwards, then, mm-hmm. then Bryce will fit that too. But I've known two Bryces in my life, I've and been, uh, um, I hated him.
0: And Movie Muggins' official opinion on Bryces is you're exactly correct. Yeah, <laughs> this is, we hate I, all of you. I did not like the two Bryces that I knew in high school. All right, so JJ yeah. Rattlesnake McQuaid. he Venom. is a
1: JJ uh, Venom. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. He's played by Chuck Norris and he Deadly is a Texas board. Ranger who uh he's badass and sweaty and does things his own way. He he's not a play it by the book type of cop. Oh no. And uh I mean he's always just going to be a renegade on his own. He's not going to team up with anybody. It's just not going to happen. The movie's called Lone Wolf McQuade. So he's just going to
1: Lone what? Wolf McQuade? <laughs> There's an L. Lone Wolf Wolf I say wool. the L. It's it's just you not. You said the word wool, like a sheep's wool. It's not a woolen sheep. It's not wool. Like a, a wool coat. Yeah, wolf. There it... you go. Yeah, just add an F to the end of the word wool. I pronounce
0: wolf. the L. Or w- you just can barely hear it. <laughs> you can barely <laughs> hear, hear
1: it. Hear, tell me if you hear the L right now. Wolf. No, you're saying it wrong. You, you give the you give off a little tiny little tip that there's an L there, right? I do, but you, it's there. It's like ninety nine percent silent whenever and, and, you say wolf. And you're
0: the fucking wolf police. Every time I talk about like wolf man and werewolves, it comes and up, You're all like, it's wolf. It's, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's not, wolf. It's not. <laughs> you just said it, it as pronounce the W O L O F. wolf <laughs> it's Wolf. But you fucking, seriously, I, I pronounce wolf. the L. You just No, you don't. You There's a hint of an L there, and that's all there needs We're to gonna be. We're
1: going to have to do a poll, like where we do the, like the make us cry or whatever. Does Vince pronounce the L in wolf? <laughs> I do. 100%. <laughs> no, you don't. 100%. You say it like a fucking old person. Anyway. <laughs> Only old people say wolf without the fucking L. What do we mean old people? I I guarantee you if you ask me any or if you ask anyone my age or below how to say wolf. I know how to say wolf. (laughs) Then why are you saying it different right now than you normally do? (laughs) It's not. That's not the case. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Movie Muggin's official
0: opinion on this is I say it right. And it's just a a hint of L, like a pinch of salt. It's a hint of L and that's (laughs) all there needs to be. Quit beating
1: this dead horse. Or, talk of the movie, uh, Dead Wolf. Hang on.
0: Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Come on. <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: Lone Wolf McQuaid.
1: Just don't put so much emphasis like, on it like that.
0: He's a dirty, he's... Like, dirty. Like, he's dirty, he's sweaty, he's grungy, he's nasty, his truck is gross, and his captain...
1: Is a dick. Yeah, he's like, you gotta look good, you gotta go to church, you gotta dress right, you gotta have a wife and kids, and... Yeah, and even though fucking Lone Wolf McLean, <laughs> he has the most, um, like, arrests without assists from the police force. Mm-hmm. So that's what he hates about him is that he doesn't go through the police force and he just does what he wants. Yeah, because he's a lone wolf.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) It's like Peninsula. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But the captain is like, fuck that. You're not a lone wolf anymore. You're going to start working with this. uh, Rookie cop. Yeah. Department of Public Safety officer. What was
1: his name? Ramos, Ramos, right. yeah, Ko,
0: yeah. Well, I, I ain't working. You know, I'm. Not, I'm not working with with some some newbie cop. You mm-hmm. know, just it's. He's not it's, working
1: with anyone, but especially not a It's
0: newbie. a novel idea, never been done before. You get an older cop, just put together with another cop, and they're just they don't they don't match well, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's just not going to go well. Anyway, in the '80s, you were either fighting the Russians or drug dealers because uh, the war on drugs was out about that time with Reagan and Nancy Reagan and. Uh so you got a drug dealer in here which is um Bill Mhm David Carradine. They go to battle and uh in the end they put down their weapons and have a good old fashioned
1: karate fight which uh doesn't end in death. No, it doesn't end in death, but the hand grenade finishes it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well the hand grenade and the conveniently placed oil barrels <laughs> There was a lot of oil barrels, weren't they? Yeah, and, was, and they went they went like hundreds
0: of feet in the air and, every time.
1: And they decided to run into the house it was surrounded by explosives (laughs) when their opponents had grenades. Yes, they did.
0: Yes, they did. Let's see what the internet has to say about Lone Wolf McQuaid. Texas Ranger J.J. McQuaid, played by Chuck Norris, likes to work by himself until a Latino state trooper, Cayo Ramos, needs his help to find out who hijacked a U.S. Army convoy and hurt Ramos's daughter. Ramos's daughter? No. No.
1: He didn't have a family that he owed. It was the Lone Wolf's daughter. Yeah.
0: La Loba. <laughs> La Loba? Lobo's wolf, and, and you put an A on it, doesn't that make it female?
1: Probably. So well, La her, Loba? Yeah, her daughter. For sure.
0: La Loba. She was a terrible actress.
1: Yeah, she just I, yelled a lot and talked a lot. Daddy! I was me. hoping, I, I and you heard me in the very beginning, after it, she'd been on the screen for just a little bit, like she got in a car, pushed off a, like a hill <laughs> by a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping she was in a coma, so I'd never have to hear her talk again. But then when they got to the hospital, she rolled over, opened her eyes, and like said something. And I was like, damn it. So how old do you think she was? Like
0: 22 or something like that? Because she was dating a dude in the Army. She's 22? Uh, so anywhere between like
1: 18 and 22, I guess. Like how many 18 to 22-year-old girls call their father's daddy? Daddy. I mean, I I wasn't alive back then. I mean, zero percent now. No, I don't think anybody did. Nobody does that. Well, I didn't know. If, like, I don't know because I felt like that's that's a common thing in movies for sure. <sighs> I don't know why.
0: Because it's supposed to make them seem more innocent or something. So when they get oh. kidnapped, you're, you're you, you, you have a harder time with it. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me get back to what the internet has to say. So it wasn't Ramos's daughter. It was uh, McQuaid. Yeah, the Lone
1: Wolf's daughter uh got got hurt. You said don't beat this dead horse in the past with the help five of times, you were the one to say woof. With the help of FBI
0: agent Jackson, the team tracks down drug trafficker and arms dealer Raleigh Wilkes. After Wilkes kills a federal agent, McQuaid battles the criminal using all of his skills and training, including guns and martial arts.
1: When did he kill the police officer? Oh he kills a Bernie, whatever. Burnside Burnside. Does he doesn't know. Burnside? Other people kill Burnside. He never kills a... Yeah. That th- was really bad. Yeah, Internet, you uh, you
0: didn't do a great job on this. But all right, let's just get this out of the way right now. I've showed you two 80s movies with two of the people we thought were the biggest badasses of the 80s. Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal. Who you got?
1: Chuck Norris. Yeah? I. I you know I hate Steven Seagal. <laughs> I know. Why I would know. I ever pick him?
0: Well, because when I picked the Steven Seagal movie, I had fond memories of him breaking arms and stuff, and I remember thinking that he was pretty badass. So here I'm throwing out another movie where there's another martial arts guy that I used to think very highly of and thought was really badass. Chuck Norris. And, like, so I just wanted to make sure that that he stood the test of time.
1: Yeah, Chuck Norris, definitely. Okay. I The only thing I can think of, like, the main issue of this movie, surprisingly, was not that it was from the 80s, It was that it was so blatantly PG. (laughs) This was should not have been made a PG movie. And I don't think the general public back in 1983, I don't think their appetite required heavy amounts of blood. But I mean in a movie where the entire narrative is revenge, and there's like they both know karate, people are getting shot and blown up and shit, and there's like a drop of blood so like Lola, that hot lady that was only in the movie because she was hot, when she got like shot, like a fatal shot in the stomach, she pulls her hand away and it looked like barely any blood. And I was like, oh, she's fine. Like she's not going to die because she's not really bleeding very much. Well, the exit wound could have been really bad. It looked like she like scraped her knee, mm-hmm. like a MAC-10 sprayed her in the stomach and she pulls it back. I was like, oh, she'll be fine. Like you can put a Band-Aid on stuff that's bleeding that much. So, look, the early 80s
0: didn't have the jack appetite for needing exactly. complete destruction and, and I blood and but I mean, splintered th- bones on. and heads, brains hanging out and but stuff I, like I that. But I didn't
1: need splintered bones and heads, whatever. I, I needed blood. But the early 80s didn't have it, well, Did, didn't what? need it, and was fine without it. But it's like what happens when somebody gets shot real bad? Uh, literally... McQuaid shot a guy really close up with a shotgun, of like buckshot, in the stomach. The guy falls flat on his back on the ground, and there's no blood. Mm -hmm. That just ruins it for me. That takes away so much for me. Maybe not for everyone else, but... It could have been one of those non-lethal guns that just shot, like, a (laughs) beanbag or something. (laughs) I didn't see a (laughs) beanbag. But, like, even then, a beanbag thing that close probably would have drawn fucking blood. Yeah. Like... The amount of blood, like, you don't have to make it just insane like Kill Bill, but make it realistic. Like, there's no point in not making it more realistic. And that guy, obviously, he should have had, like, a big hole in his stomach. That's more realistic. But you don't have to do that. You just got to make it more realistic than a clean shirt. <laughs> like his shirt was like light colored too. It was like whitish yeah, blue. Yeah, it was. And he got shot real I, close I know. right in the stomach. I know. And there was none. But you know like, what? I, I get mad when people don't do it right. But this is like next level of like. But it's because. Give me something.
0: If you would have been <laughs> raised in the 70s and 80s, you would not have had a problem with it. You have a problem with it because movies nowadays and that you've grown up with are so bloody. Right, and you and, and you, you love need it. It.
1: it. It adds so much it, to the it, violence. It adds, yes. The violent scenes were like ever- there was basically more blood in the movie coming out of like Chuck Norris's mouth after he got like beat up than on anyone's gunshot wounds. The most blood that came out is when he kicked that guy's teeth out at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. And he had like a waterfall of fucking blood <laughs> yeah, in his mouth, and it's like, dude. They were like, all right, hold it in your mouth, hold it, and action. And then just, Put that on the gunshots. Like, whenever uh, Jackson was, like, walking up to them with the M16 cane, (laughs) and he sat down, he pulls his hand off, Mm -hmm. it just looked like someone, like a small circle where he got shot. And I was like, oh! Like, just do something, anything. Like, not anything. You need to make, you need to add blood to stuff. It makes it better. Look, it's just an enhancer. It's like putting salt on your food. We know. If someone gets shot or punched I, real hard, add some blood to enhance it. I don't disagree. This yeah. This movie
0: was very lacking in blood, but it, it worked in the 80s. It worked in the early <laughs> 80s. If it wasn't a horror movie, it just wasn't going to have a lot of blood. It, it just wasn't. That's a shame. Like, there used to be this show called Chips. And it was a California Highway Patrol, and they were motorcycle cops. And in every episode, there would be the most fantastic wrecks. Like, (laughs) and people are fine. Yes. People would just get out, just kind of scratching their like, heads. And, oh. Yeah. it and was Like
1: fucking their eyes aren't hanging out of their head yeah. and the whole back of their yeah. skulls missing. Like. There
0: just was a lack of <laughs> blood in action
1: movies back then. Well, that sounded more like it was a comedy movie. It was not. It was a it comedy was a, show. If no. they're getting out of horrible, <laughs> they like tried to beat a train and their car is just not even there, like disintegrating. They're like, oh, geez. I'm going to feel I, this in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like then that sounds comedy like to me. Yeah. No, I, mean, I guess it wasn't meant to be. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, um,
0: let's talk about the hairiness and
1: sweatiness. Well, I mean, up to a certain extent, I would say hair adds to the manliness, like the grizzly man factor mm-hmm. of like, oh, shit, that guy's tough. You know, he's, he's so much man. But once that there's hair
0: just sprouting from it, so much testosterone.
1: Yeah. And, and I say up to an extent, because if there's like, like hair all over the back, <laughs> like when he turns around to punch someone, everyone's just going to go, oh, <laughs> it's it's not a tasteful amount at that point. But look, I have hair on my shoulder, and, I, <laughs> yeah. fucking, and I, fucking, I fucking
0: hate the hair on my... Look, I've had hair on my back for a long time, but when I <laughs> noticed the fucking long hairs on my shoulders, I was like, motherfucker. But seeing Chuck Norris with the hair on his shoulders, I was
1: like... I didn't even notice it on the shoulders. Oh, fuck yeah. But he also. Had, Probably to do with your physique being a little bit different than Chuck Norris in this movie. Thank you for saying a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, but just seeing the hair on his shoulders, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm like Chuck Norris in, in a way. He doesn't
1: have love handles to have hair on. <laughs> I don't have hair on my... Lo- do I have hair on my love handles? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But, you know but I'm mean? a hairy dude. He's
0: a hairy dude. We're, you know... He both
1: doesn't ca- have cleavage to
0: have hair. We, we, both, we both got beards. You can't see my cleavage. I don't yeah, even I don't, know. I don't have cleavage either. I may not have man boobs. If
1: I shave my chest, I might be really mm. upset with what I see. See, mine don't look great. They're not big, <laughs> but they're definitely more there than they used to be. Man boobs. That's a terrible thing. I expected man boobs to come at a different weight. What? What do you mean? I'm like in the 170s. I expected man boobs <laughs> to be like 200 plus only. <laughs> nope. <laughs> And that's what I get for being 120 for, what, yeah. like 85% of my life. And what'd you eat for dinner yesterday? Two bags of chips oh, two, and a I had, big so, glass of chocolate milk. So I had a bunch of chocolate milk and I had... You had a 32-ounce cup had, of chocolate milk. I had a bag of Doritos and a bag of uh, sour cream and cheddar um, Ruffles. Yeah. And then at 1 a.m. that night, like 1.40 a.m., I had four slices of a tombstone pizza. Yep. A red bear and
0: You're just rolling out that red carpet to man boobs.
1: (laughs) You're like, come on in, man boobs. I'm trying to get a bigger butt. That that doesn't work for men. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it always works for women either. That's what they say. Oh, it goes right to my butt or right to my thighs. I think that's bullshit. I think it just goes where it wants to. Then again, I don't know if you'd want to like... Eat a fuckload of pizza because if you got like a pizza fat butt, I don't think that's you're gonna get the desired effect. I feel like if, like, one, if you just got a big butt, or two, if you got a big butt by eating a bunch of food, I feel like the food one's just gonna look real weird. The food big butt? (laughs) Yeah, the food big butt. Wouldn't that be interesting if there were certain foods that, like, if you ate, it would go straight to somewhere? Somewhat customize your body Mm -hmm. without plastic surgery. Yeah. Like, I, I need my Bananas calves. went sh- straight to your dick. <laughs> Cucumbers.
0: But you didn't really know. You just, like, would look at the fruit or whatever. Well, you
1: could look it up in this day and age. Well, the of course. back in the day would be uh-huh. fucked. <laughs> I'm going to eat this sausage and no, hope my dick gets bigger. <laughs> in
0: 19... 19- Motherfucker, my fingers. <laughs> that would be weird. So how do you think they kept Chuck Norris glistening with sweat throughout this entire thing? It wasn't just water. They had to oil? spray on, like, some kind of, like, baby yeah. oil or something.
1: Water will dry. Oil... It'll be on for a while. He
0: was literally sweaty the
1: entire movie. But he was also in El Paso, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. El Paso, I feel like the average like temperature is probably like 125 throughout the year. Like It's just got to be so hot there. I know it's like mountainous-ish, at least. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, it is. The, are the winters cold? I think it think? gets cold in El Paso. I feel like mm-hmm. it probably would. It's a desert, so yeah, it makes sense.
0: Down in that West Texas town yeah. of El Paso.
1: Where's Felina? Why didn't they name that Lola Felina? Right? They should have.
0: Maybe that was her middle name. <laughs> Probably. You know what? I think their first date, they went to Rose's Cantina.
1: I was thinking that. Yeah, they got, they kind of left real abruptly, but.
0: Before she could uh, dance and twirl. Yeah. Yeah. Casting her smell. <laughs> yep.
1: If you're scratching your
0: head right now and you've not listened to the great Marty Robbins, uh, El not Paso, in the South. Well,
1: <laughs> there's no way people like in like New York and stuff have ever heard of that.
0: Well, that's a shame. All right, so David Carradine left us in
1: 2009. Oh, he's dead? Yeah, he's dead. Cause of death? Heart attack? Nope. Damn! What? That's how he dies in Kill Bill. She does the the heart-stopping thing. I know you never saw the second. Yeah, I have. I, oh. Mom I, hasn't. I, or I, no, you haven't.
0: You haven't, you did
1: always fell asleep yeah, before. So it's I over. fell asleep like three times because I tried to watch it really, really late. So you just watch it on YouTube. But I, I watched the highlights of the yeah. different spots. Yeah. Um, but she uses that shit on him. And then I don't know if that's what kills him. I can't remember.
0: No, he dies in a much more interesting way. I'll give you two more
1: guesses. Is it karate related it is, or martial arts related? It is not. Paragliding. No. (laughs) I felt like that'd be pretty interesting. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, hold on. Let me piece that together. I don't (laughs) really know what the auto means. Uh, He had a boner and he... But asphyxiation makes me think he suffered from not being able to breathe due to dick blockage in his throat. (laughs) Dick blockage? Yeah, he had an erectile asphyxiation. No. So he couldn't... That's how... To me, it's like, at first it was like, okay, he took too many Viagras and died. But then it's erotic asphyxiation. Yep. So he couldn't breathe. He died of not breathing. Yes, he did. (laughs) But where's the erotic? Well. So what makes you stop breathing, but your heart, I don't know. I I feel like if your heart stops going, then you stop breathing. But what did, (laughs) what, how did No, 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 I I want. So if your heart stops beating, you stop breathing, but what just makes you stop breathing and it's erotic so like what so he fucked so hard he ran out of breath <laughs> like, so what auto means self okay i like autobiography mm-hmm. i should have known that one so he <laughs> choked the chicken too hard <laughs> and couldn't breathe so you think he choked his dick so hard <laughs> that he couldn't breathe no i don't know so well <laughs> erotic so he's beaten off or a fucking a fleshlighter, a prison pocket pussy, or whatever stars like him enjoyed at that age. <laughs> and he just stopped breathing? He <laughs> Did he gag himself?
0: All right, so erotic asphyxiation <laughs> is the intentional restriction of oxygen to the brain oh, for the so purpose of sexual arousal. He
1: was choking himself.
0: The term autoerotic asphyxiation is used when the act is done by
1: a person to themselves. So he choked himself to try and... Get off better. Mm-hmm. These people are sometimes called Gaspers. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Gasper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, it's, it's David Carradine. It's just some, like, junkie-looking person no, it's, who died doing that. <laughs> it's David Carradine. He haunts your house. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking of something like like what they would do for a movie. I'm just thinking of <laughs> just Casper, but just a we, really weird, like... Fucking gas per person.
0: All right. So various methods are used to achieve the level of oxygen depletion needed, such as a hanging. So like you, you put a belt. Jeez, um, that's stupid. Suffocation with a plastic bag over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Self- Do str- that
1: to myself.
0: Self strangulation, such as with a ligature, gas, or volatile solvents, chest compression, a- or some combination of wait, these.
1: Wait, 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 wait. What is it? Volatile solvents? So you like drink something? No, I, I think
0: maybe you, you breathe it in and as you're like oh. fainting or something. So okay, so
1: then what is what is a ligature? Ligature is like some kind of like, like people put like... A, oh, like they do it on their arm before yeah, they shoot up? Yeah, yeah. So
0: he was choking himself while he was choking his chicken. <laughs>
1: how old was he? He's pretty old. Yeah, he was pretty old. <laughs> oh, damn. Let, let's see how old he was. He was at least in his 70s. Uh, by, by yeah. By the looks of things, at least.
0: All right. So, oh boy, he was seventy three years old, and and went out just. How he probably how he wanted to going to
1: town, punching the clown. I mean, that's seventy three years that's old. Not a way I would want to go, just because of how like uh, like disappointing and like sad it kind of is. It's very sad. <laughs> like he's just trying to have some fun, trying to just catch a nut. And he died. Choking. But he's not the first
0: person to die from this, so I'm guessing maybe- They call him Gaspers. Like, it just, maybe it just makes it
1: so much better. So it's either that or they're into that stuff. So for them, it makes it better. And I don't really know. I would guess, number two, what I said, that that's just what they're into. Yeah. That's like their kind of kink thing, but- I mean, I, I feel like number one could somehow make sense with, like, body chemistry shit. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, fucking ejaculation
0: feels really, really fucking good. I don't really think we need to improve on it, you know? Does that bother you that I say something like that? <laughs> Never. Ejaculation feels fucking awesome, Jack. Like, I know, because I do it. I ejaculate, Jack.
1: I, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to say, especially when it's inside something. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that, but no, you didn't. So I did. Just wherever, wherever I let it fly,
0: it feels really, <laughs> really, really good.
1: Apparently, ejaculate flies very fast. Does it? <laughs> I've I've read somewhere. Uh, I don't know how how fast, but I'm that's a quick uh, Google. Yeah,
0: I wonder what if like there's a world record of how far it travels, <laughs> like a like uh like a watermelon seed spitting contest. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a, somewhere there's just like a. There's there's got to be like some kind of deviant sex
1: games where they do stuff like that. Like, see, all right, do it in in space. So like, around the earth, or like in the space station. You know, and they squeeze out the water to like brush their teeth or whatever. Like, what games do you think would be at
0: the deviant sex games? I'm guessing like, all right, next up, loudest queef. How far can your balls stretch? I I bet there'd be like a, a relay race where a lady would like squat down and pick up an apple. And then like run and then just drop it off a hundred yards and another lady would squat down and pick up the apple with her well, with her with her with her uh, vulva. She'd pick oh it up wow. with her vulva and it'd be called the vulva apple relay.
1: But there's also a, a thing called drop ball. <laughs> oh you no. just do it with your butt. Do what with your butt? Like grab a ball and then run or like? How do you grab it? Was a, in a, it was an adventure time.
0: When you you grab a ball with your
1: butt? Yeah. How do you grab a ball with your butt? It has not. It can't be that big. What? but like I don't know. What size ball could you grab with your butt? I've done a whopper, like a the, you know the mega whoppers. No. Oh. What, Jack? I had my underwear on. <laughs> what? I was at my friend's house and we were in like 7th grade for somebody's birthday. <laughs> and that was one of the... and, so, and right there, after pin the tail on the donkey,
0: we're going to pick up candy in her asshole. No,
1: There's like they're like big whoppers like I, this size. Oh my god. And so we're just like being stupid. And it was, uh, we played, uh, my friend, he picked it up and we were counting how many laps people could hold it in and like shuffle around the couch before it fell out. (laughs) So you, you, I just clenched it between my cheeks and like tried to do it. Yeah. How'd you do? I don't remember. But I remember one of my friends. You didn't bring home the trophy. One of my friends was counting the laps, and one of my friends got like four laps. We had our own separate like, whoppers. Was it like a 400? Terrible. Was it a 400 meter track? Or it was what? around my friend's couch in the living room. Okay. And he got four laps, and then it fell out, and then he ate it. Oh, wow. Whoppers are gross anyway. Though. Yeah, they you are. You like whoppers? I don't know. Now, milk duds. Those are eh, better. Milk duds are good. But, Uh, This says ejaculate can also travel at an approximate speed of 45 kilometers an hour. So I'm going to look up how many miles per hour things that is. But in quotes, it says, is why some people don't like it at the back of their throats. I don't like it for other reasons. 45. So that's about 27.9 miles an hour. Wow. So they'd be pulled over in a school
0: zone. (laughs) Yeah, most (laughs) school zones, yeah. You shouldn't ejaculate in a school zone. That's that's going to get you in trouble. <laughs>
1: oh, God, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like you. to say it probably yeah,
0: would. Yeah, don't recommend. Movie Muggins'
1: official uh, opinion on that is don't don't do it. Don't try don't it. Do it. Um, I got another one for the deviant sex games. Okay. Um, <laughs> how wide can your butthole stretch? <laughs> oh, how would you decide? Like putting
0: stuff in there or you just like reach yeah. back with your, Oh, you, I don't know. You can
1: put stuff in there but you for sure. You but. pry
0: it open. Do you, do you get help? Will somebody help you <laughs> pry it?
1: Yes. You, and probably help like put things in there to oh, get have a wow. placeholder. Gosh. I don't really know how butthole stretch works. Oh. I don't know if it's like, if it can be super wide and then like just go back to normal quickly, mm-hmm. or if it's just like once you hit a certain point. Um, you got to poop, you just sit down and the poo-poo just falls right out. <laughs> you don't even have to grunt or anything. How far can you anally prolapse before it's a very bad problem? Oh, wow. I can give you a new term. I don't know if I've ever told you this one. Great. It has to do with the anal prolapse. How, why do you know things about that? Just because.
0: Like I didn't even know what it was till you told me.
1: An anal prolapse? Yeah. When, yeah, your shit, not actual shit, like your your innards are peeking out. That's bad. Y- yeah. And that's something that your I rectum, never needed to I know about and fun. never wanted to know about. the official thing is like your rectum is coming out. Mm. Um, uh, do you know what rose budding is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. <sighs> there was a video that went around basically in... Seventh or eighth grade, one of my friends, he found it and he sent it to people, and people sent it to people, and before long you could just hear people talking about this video. So basically the thumbnail is like a lady walking like five golden retrievers and then you click on it. So it's like 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 walking them all at once. And then you click on it and it's black for a second, and then it goes to like a bunch of dudes fisting each other. Like, like uh, (laughs) I've seen the whole video. It was horrible. When you tap out, because whenever we go, like it's like, come on, bro. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, like you're a pussy, dude. If you don't do this, you don't watch a bunch of guys (laughs) fisting each other. Yeah, it's like you wanted to show, like I can handle that shit, whatever. And I barely could. It was really bad. (laughs) So there's this. there's one I will never forget. Two actually scenes. It's a bunch of different scenes. Okay. And Hey guys, Vince here,
0: and I just need to interrupt this to save you from the uh, future visual nightmares you would have if you would have gone on listening to Jack describe in great detail the fisting videos that he's watched uh, for some reason. Uh, trust me when I say that I listened to it, and I was listening to it again as I was uh, doing some edits— And in doing so, I thought, you know what? If there was one of those men in black things that uh, I could just flash in front of my eyes and I would forget everything, including maybe even who I am, I think it'd be a coin flip on whether I would use it or not. It's that bad, guys. Okay, I think it's safe to go back now, so we now uh, return you to our regularly scheduled program.
1: But rosebudding is the act of licking someone's prolapse. (laughs) And that's in that video, too. That's the other thing I, I won't forget. It's some dude with the handlebar mustache looking some other dude's erectile.
0: You look so troubled. I would quit listening to us right now. It's bad. It's real bad. That peer pressure.
1: Come on, you pussy. Watch these guys get fisted over and over and over. I think it's funny that I've seen it, though. Like, it makes for a funny story. Yeah, I've not seen it, so I will
0: never have that in my head. I can never be haunted by those images like you can. But that is the legendary golden retriever video. So you just think it's like these cute golden retrievers and you click on it? It's like you got rickrolled, but you got fisted.
1: And the detail I forgot is the whole time in the background... The song is Bangarang by Skrillex. Wow. That's the perfect song for a hardcore anal fisting compilation. <laughs> Bangarang. Gosh, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with people? I'm sorry I've done this to you. Oh, <laughs>
0: All right, look, it's a Chuck Norris movie. He, he's a cop. He, he shoots a lot of people. He kills a lot of people. He beats up a lot of people um, with his karate moves. And in the end, he he gets in a big fist fight with David Carradine, and uh, he basically kicks his ass. And then, but David Carradine shoots the girl that he likes, and and runs off. And they throw a grenade at him, and it's it's them. the end. So um, it's a fucking Chuck Norris movie. Look, mm-hmm. you know what it's about. You know what happens. Don't have to explain it. Don't have to go there. Besides, you'd rather hear us talk about the deviant sex game. <laughs>
1: And you don't want to mess with uh, Bill in this movie because his license plate is karate, (laughs) spelled Mm C-A-R-A-T-E, karate. Yeah. Yeah. And he always has like a cigarillo in his mouth. Yep. Like a half-finished one. Mm -hmm. So
0: I think the best quote of a movie so far came from uh, Drive Angry, and I can't remember what it was.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember anything except he's saving his daughter from. So
0: him. go back and listen to our drive angry episode <laughs> to hear that quote and see if it matches this quote. It was probably some bullshit one, right? It was. It was stupid. It was <laughs> stupid. All right. How would you like to
1: bite? <laughs> oh yeah. How would you like to bite that butt and be locked to death? That was um, in reference to Lola when mm-hmm. they first see her and she's just banging. Yeah, that's Dakota. The old, he looks like blue from old school.
0: Yeah. It's an old guy. Wears turquoise jewelry and his, he buttons two buttons and they're the bottom ones and just letting all that glistening, hairy chest show.
1: Yeah. And he definitely, to me, 100% looks like he wears sex panther, like cologne. Without a doubt. Like Paul Rudd's character and Anchorman is related to that guy. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into, uh, favorite parts. I liked whenever he first met Bill and he was showing off, beating up like three like teenagers in the karate ring or whatever. And then he challenged Chuck Norris to come up and he's like, I don't fight for money. Like any time where they were both on the screen together at the same time was probably my favorite part because they just had so much energy and they, they could change the mood of a room just by looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And it just like clashed. I really liked that. They're both the big ballsy stud players of mm-hmm. this movie. Alpha Dogs. Yeah. And so seeing them rear their heads at each other, that was cool. hmm So did you think
0: the karate was more realistic in this? Like Steven Seagal, I always remember that being really cool. And then I watched it, it's like he's just pushing people and stuff. But it, yeah. like but I worried showing you a Chuck Norris movie. I worried watching it myself because I haven't seen this since the eighties, that it was gonna be like, eh, but I, I thought the fighting was pretty good.
1: It looked good. Um I mean Watching Steven Seagal, like, ice skate around the room, he, like, has this weird flow to him that mm-hmm. makes it look so choreographed. Like, he's, like, done this, like, twirly ballerina dance through yeah. a room 18 times to figure out how he needs to record that scene. He just, he walks it a certain way. I know what you mean. the people, it's like they're already leaning forward before he has his hand on the back of their head. Like He just, and I hate the guy. Uh, <laughs> It it doesn't look good. In this movie, it looked real. It never looked like to me that someone like punched past anybody's face like Batman or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for the most part, it looked good.
0: My favorite part, and it's only my favorite part because of what it ended up meaning for my family. So Chuck Norris has this badass Ram Charger. It's a Dodge Ram Charger, and they quit making them at some point. I loved that car in this movie. It's a fucking kick-ass vehicle. Uh, Carradine... Beats up Norris at one point. Well, he's being held by a whole bunch of other people, and he'd already yeah. been shot. He puts him in his Ram Charger and buries it. And so Chuck Norris is buried underground mm-hmm. in this this Dodge Ram Charger, and he wakes up, and he opens up a Pearl beer, and he pours it on his head, and then he just turns on the car, revs it up, and drives out of the hole that he's been buried in. Dude, my dad went out and bought a Ram Charger. <laughs> and drink pearl beer. Damn. Yep. That's what Chuck Norris did to men in in the 70s and 80s. Like Burt Reynolds and Chuck Norris were the two biggest fucking studs that that every man fantasized being and every woman wanted to bone. And my dad he <laughs> jumped he jumped on that train. And I loved driving that thing.
1: I'm assuming that it was just for this movie, but like that turbo thing he had, yeah. that was just the movie, right? Yeah, my I, dads did not have that. I was thinking so, but like at the same time, they're discontinued at some point. It was such a fucking Very awesome easy. vehicle. I loved
0: it, man. I was uh, I was of age to, to drive it. I think he got it like an 85 or something like that right around the time that I was learning how to drive. And whenever I got to take it, dude... It it was it was fucking awesome. I loved 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 driving that thing. So for me, that's my favorite part because of just I knew how much that my dad loved <laughs> that, and I knew, you know that that influenced him to get that vehicle.
1: All right, uh, bucket of chicken. Um, I and mean, I'd love to give it to Chuck Norris just because he's so great. Mm-hmm. I think I got to give it to Dakota though. <laughs> he got killed pretty early. But he's, like, basically, like, dirty grandpa, kind of. Like he, he makes that inappropriate comment, the, the really weird one, too. Yeah, that was really weird. Um, He's playing, like, poker with um K.O., and K.O. goes to get a beer, and he's like, just don't look at my hand, you know, or don't put any cards up your sleeve. And he's like, you know, I wouldn't do that. And then K.O.'s in the other room, and he's f- looking at his hand that he's set on the table, and... It looks like he likes chicken too. I can see him eating like a chicken leg like yes.
0: Yeah, I think he's worthy. He's worthy. Cuz you know I'm going to give it to Chuck Norris anyway. Uh, so yeah. y- you don't have to give it to Chuck Norris cuz you know I am. But uh just for the record Chuck he decided not to give it to you. So, you know, you're you're just going to have to roll with that decision and, and Chuck Norris is going to do what Chuck Norris is going to do. All
1: right. It's a uh, score time the only thing that really brought this movie down for me was that it was a movie based fully on violence and that the violence wasn't at the level... Well, it was at the level it needed to be. I mean, they're shooting each other and beating each other up and stuff, but there, the fact that there was no, like, bone breaking, that does take away from it a little bit because he definitely had the, the holds on people a couple times to snap their arm, mm-hmm. but ended up, like, throwing them or something, and then, of course, they're down for the count after that somehow. Um, just the lack of blood, the complete and utter lack of blood. And I know it's still fair of me to say this, but it was an 80s movie. That's not how they were, but I'm rating it of how I like. So I, I, I I wanted more blood. Okay. Especially when I, it just, it takes me out of it because for me, it lessens the movie. It makes it a funny moment rather than like a, oh fuck, that guy's fucked, you know? Because I saw a guy get blown in the, the stomach. What, excuse me? <laughs> I saw a guy get shot by a shotgun in yeah, the stomach real I, close, like I've explained and went yeah, over like yeah, eight times earlier. Yeah, I know. And I laughed because... It was ridiculous. Because he has like a freshly ironed shirt on still, and there there's nothing wrong. There's no blood. And it, so, it was funny
0: that he fell down in in the, like the pile of hay too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the other part is... I did not like—the final fight was so amped up with emotion because, one, he kills Chuck Norris's lover, and he just kind of like— Slaps his daughter. Well, but he had a closed fist, though, so it was like boom right to his daughter's face, and he witnessed both of those. The lady died in his arms. The, the fight needed to continue. There didn't need to be a— The fist fight needed to continue. Yeah, the, it didn't need to be a, I'm going to run in here and get blown up very anticlimactically. Mm-hmm. And make me make a super genius villain look like an idiot. I agree. Um, I I I needed there to be more boot to face action, and obviously, if this movie allowed for more blood and for more like breakage stuff, I would have loved some face kicks with the boot, and his nose is like crooked real bad, and he's bleeding out of it. He's missing a couple teeth. He's like starting to like realize Chuck Norris is way better than he is, and then ends up with like a boot to the face and like you're you're smushing out a cigarette with your foot mm-hmm. but on his face and then it's over. Like that would have been so much better. So I'm still going to give this movie a pretty high score because I enjoyed it a lot. Whether I was laughing at some of the action scenes or not, I had a good time watching it. Good. Um, I'll go ahead and give it like a 87. <laughs> All right. I had a really good time. I just, I needed that blood for more. How surprised more were you... That you like the movie. Like going in well, it's Chuck y- Norris, he's a legend for a reason. I mean,
0: yeah, but, but at the it's, same time, it's... he's an
1: 80s and 70s legend. Exactly. You know but the fact that everyone still says it, that at work there's a calendar on the wall that's mm-hmm. a Chuck Norris calendar, mm-hmm. and every month says another stupid quote. And I, I read those every time I go into work. So the fact that it's drawn on this long makes me think, hmm. Like, no one's saying what Jean Claude Van Damme or whatever. Like, they're not saying his name. They're not saying Steven Seagal. They're saying Chuck Norris because he's an American legend.
0: He is, but also when something gets built up so big and then you finally get to see it, sometimes you're like,
1: well, that did not live up to the hype. And I did just make that whole speech. But at the same time, I never expected it to be good because I knew it was old. Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. And I'm sure he's been in other movies where it's really cheesy, but this was a good starter. Mm -hmm. But if it was like a bad starter, I just, it'd be harder for me to get into the ones. Like maybe there is a Steven Seagal movie where if I would have seen it first rather than the piece of shit one that we watched, I would have had a better opinion of him. I'm giving this movie an 81. It was I mean it was it was not I, even an 83
0: for the year. No, I figured it was going to be a lot worse than than it was. I just figured it was one of those movies that my memory would be like, oh, it's fantastic and then not so much. It it was good. I I enjoyed watching it. There was at no point where I was like, oh, this is bad. You know? I was like, <laughs> okay, this is a uh, this is still okay. It this held up okay. It did. It did hold up. All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 110. That's right, the triple-double-didge. <laughs> if you want to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter, at Movie Mugging. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Next week is our uh, Make Us Cry episode. So there is oh, still shit. time to get in your movie suggestions that will make us cry, or make Jack cry. I mean, we, we've already talked about it. Uh, he's He's the one that we need to get those tears flowing. All right, well, um, yeah, we'd love it if you head on over to our website, uh, moviemuggin.com, and click on the link to uh, suggest a movie to make us cry and throw one in there. Um, Looking forward to that episode. I am, too. Should be fun. All right, guys, well, we appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you next week. Have a movie muggin' day. See ya.
1: Honestly, how do you walk around with such massive balls?